Slice Audio. Hey, remember that movie? What's that fucking movie? What's that fucking 90s movie where that dude dies from the plow? You remember that? The dude dies from the yeah, plow. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's some, there's a tomboy, maybe. Somebody fucks somebody, and then the dude dies in the plow. <laughs> you don't remember this? <laughs> ah, shit. No, but I could Google it, I suppose. Every woman that listens to the show fucking, man on the moon, man on the moon. Um, um, With Jim Carrey? No, no, no. The earlier one, uh, uh, she's got she's good looking, but she's got the teeth with the smile. Uh, <laughs> Are you recording this now? Yeah, sure. Reese Witherspoon, that's her name. All right, we can start the show. To the Book of Murdoch. <laughs> boom, boom. This is the this is the. Did you have somebody do a professional info intro for yeah, you? Yeah, fuck, I have Oakley do all of it. <laughs> it's like all kinds of lighters and shit. Yeah, we may have to step up our game. It's and, great, know. man. I guess that Leslie's going to start producing the fucking thing starting next month. I'm just going to drag you and the whole company into this dumb show. So you're not talking about the Jim Carrey, Danny DeVito. No, it, no, that also a great movie. The one I'm thinking of is not a good movie. It's just I was, um, I don't even know. It doesn't matter. Brooke Laka, the fiddlest from Chancey Williams, was. we were t- chatting about movies. And this came up because every woman's like every girl and then everybody I went to school with was like, oh, that's so sad because they wanted to like secretly fuck the dude. And then he dies in the thing. And then they're the hero. Right. Because that's why everybody I watches that clearly movie. clearly did not watch this movie. The plow's not like a monster. It's an accident. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, it's I'm not spoiling like, it, but it's not like the, no. the ACDC soundtrack movie. You remember that? What's that? What's that old movie where them giant fucking rabbits take over the area and they got to kill them on the railroad tracks? You remember that movie? We grew up in different movies. What did movies. you watch when you were a kid? A lot of alone time, Robbie. <laughs> a lot of alone time as the weird middle kid. All right. It's the, you know, this is the, this is, by the way, uh, Chief Brand Officer, Robert Henry, joining us for the first time. Now you're getting all formal with the Robert. I might as well throw my middle name in there, too. Well, I usually call you Robbie, but I keep forgetting <laughs> you don't like it. Oh, no, I don't mind Robbie. Oh, you don't mind Robbie? No. Okay. Robbie's our Chief Brand Officer. Robbie Robbie is employee number one at, uh, there, there, one could say there would not be a home slice group without Robbie Doyle Henry. Well, I don't know. That might be overstating it a little bit, but I have been here a long time. Long ass time. This is this is the this is season this is the finale of season three, if you can believe that, this show. Oh really? Yeah. You've been doing this for longer than three years, I mean. Well, I mean, I've been doing versions of this for twenty years, but like this is your first official season three. Yeah, where I'm where I know I don't have any more gaps left, right? We have where a I'm structure. Just, yeah, this is the show until I'm dead. You're doing it regularly as opposed to, you know, every three months when you No, I do it a for a few years, right? And when like and then I take a couple years off and I do it for a few years and you know. You gotta do other things. <laughs> also, funny. there's a six year gap where I lost a like a marriage and a company and my, <laughs> and my <laughs> mental health, right? Like there's some rebuilding, there's some dark years. That's why I just do this so we can drink. That way I never miss a week. There's the other you might be recognized that voice from the very uh popular podcast Whiskey at Work. Uh Rob is one uh co host half. That other dipshit's in a couple studios over. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have a cocktail, so we were sitting that you know that pious motherfucker so we're sitting in a cast meeting a couple weeks ago right and like i'm trying to get everybody to take the full week off right like just like saturday Night live they go on break they go on they have a finale and they have a few weeks right like that's yeah, but, but the same they can, they can run reruns on saturday night live we, we can't really do that here. kind of a version of it we can a little bit it's not that tough anyways old fucking mark martyr houston is like oh, some of us just want to come in i'm like well some of you, you might be in the same boat i am some of you are trying to yeah let's all be real some of you're trying to get rid of your in-laws some of you like just want like because he saw me right away and he's like i thought we didn't have any martyrs in here and i'm like yeah but i'm not talking about it in the meeting you dipshit there's a difference God, I love it. he just wants everybody else to know that's that he's what in it here. is yes yeah well was, you guys don't have to come in but i'll be there what is it? What could he possibly be doing? Who knows? It's Mark. So, do you have good? Do you have good? Do you have a good Christmas and all that shit? We're just Robbie and I you are get surviving. So excited the, that you stutter half sentences. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, it's if once you get used to the patter, I'm told it's entertaining. <laughs> it's yeah. annoying at first, and then it's you know. No, it's, it remains annoying. So yeah, that's because you have to you have to see the live <laughs> show all the time. That's a different thing. Packaged and produced, I don't think it's that bad. 
Hey, uh, did you Christmas get, was fine. You didn't get? Did you get blizzarded? I got I got blizzarded back east. No, we didn't here. Um, I mean, the wind and the cold was annoying as shit, but. But, you know, like even through all the snow that everybody got, I don't think I shoveled the driveway. I mean, the wind blew hard enough oh, that it just that's what's took nice. everything to the neighbor's house. That's what's <laughs> nice about being stuck in a hotel during all this, right? Like, I didn't have to shovel shit. Went out to my truck and started it whenever I wanted to. Had a bar. Like, stranded <laughs> is a tough word. It's not like you're out on the farm and... No, you know, God, no. Pout rolling blackouts. And worrying about freezing pipes and shit. No, I had to worry about, like, the most annoying thing that I think happened during my blizzard trip was on Christmas Eve, it got down to bars sketchy enough to be open all and, like, ha- have a pregnant bartender working. <laughs> it got down to <laughs> pregnant bartenders. Like They need that last bit of stocking stuff or right. cash. Like, well, because, like, it was, you know, again, I wasn't stranded. I could go whenever I want because I have four-wheel drive and all of my, like, a bunch of my college buddies were back home. And then a bunch of my work buddies, like, the blizzard shut everything down, but they wanted to get out of the house. So, like, it was just <laughs> a week of fucking day drinking meetings. It was pretty fun, really. And, like, but college buddy and I, you know, we got after a little bit. We're bar hopping. Till the bars go, and it got down to pregnant bartenders, and I got like one of them was so pregnant, dude, like fucking Dakota with an H or Skyler or whatever that shitty kid's name is gonna be was gonna pop out like right out <laughs> next to the grenadine, like <laughs> dude, pregnant, man, like the arm could have grabbed the weld fucking vodka, <laughs> turkey's for done the, for the fucking thing. And then, and still, I was like, I'm here for the story. I didn't want to leave. And then some dude, <laughs> some dude came up and like ordered a double tequila lemonade. And the, with the vibe of like, one of these or both of these is for my underage girlfriend. And I was like, oh, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, hold on. I'm in territory I don't belong in. Uh, but, you know, as far as blizzards go, it was kind of fun. You made it home Christmas Eve then? Yeah. I saw, went and my P-Dub, my grandma P-Dub had a stroke. So, like, uh, went and saw her a bunch. That's a bummer. You know, 84, right? Yeah, and that's, like, that's what my mom is. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, I'm trying to put a, you know, I mean, strokes are a fucking bummer, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no, they're like, it's a stroke, but, like, no, it's a stroke. You can tell the lights are on, but all the. Yeah, nothing you know, works. Nothing's working quite right. We watched, it was, it was good. I liked being stranded back east to see her a bunch, even though all we did was like watch shitty Hallmark movies. I watched Candace <laughs> Cameron. It, isn't it just the same movie with different people in it? I watched Candace Cameron. I don't know what it was called. It was Candace Cam is Candace Cameron. Is she the weirdo? I mean they're both weirdo Camerons, but she's the woman. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So she like what I got out of the movie was that she she left the skinny rich millionaire. To stay poor with the most fuckable dude on earth. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe adopted they, a kid or I bet something. That's, not, that's probably what they say on IMDb right now. Dude, it's like, because it, it was Sorry, just, Candace it wasn't, Cameron. we didn't really have the sound. With PW, you have to have the sound on nothing or you got to have it on 92. And like, I don't, you know, I'm right. trying to have memories and shit. I don't want <laughs> Candace Cameron yakking in my fucking ear while I'm trying to say goodbye. <laughs> I'm the I, I'm her favorite, right? Like, says it to well, everybody. Says I, it to other fucking I, I haven't grandkids. Met, I haven't met your sister, I don't think. But judging from your brother, I get it. That's fair. Nice, nice <laughs> dick. You know, my fucking my siblings call me. It drives them fucking bananas. How because they got to hear. You know, they got to hear. It. Oh, sure. You got to hear about me a lot to be in my universe, right? That's a, a little and, bit know, annoying. Old, old people don't have much of a filter, so they're just calling it like they see and it. So, like, I'm her favorite. Well, and it's like it's not their fault, right? Like, they both have loving relationships and stable careers. Like, I'm the middle <laughs> child fuck up with the media company, right? So, like, I'm you know, I get it. Anyways, I'm the Catholic one who got away. That's what we were, t- we were talking oh. about that a little. Or not t- or talking the best we can. Like, I was going to be a priest for a bit. I've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, that, that was, that, that, I, that would never work. I was in, I was like. You were going to join the military for about half a oh, second. Oh, I too. was going to do a lot of things. But I was like, two, for a couple years, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a, a priest. Like, I taught Sunday school and shit. Like, I was into it. And then I touched a boob. <laughs> that was all. I never, so yeah, I touched one boob, well, and I'm once like, you, once you've seen one, you want to no see them all. Fucking way, am I going to be able to commit to this? Right, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's not a chance. And then, then we have twins. <laughs> yeah, that's how that happens. But like, you know, 
then we because then I became an atheist, right? Like you spend your first like every atheist is an asshole for the first couple of years because you got to be real militant about it, especially if you're in your twenties. You got to make sure everybody knows because you're it's like vegans. Oh god, it's worse. You tell everybody. Right, that... you can't just wait to fucking tell everybody about it, right? So that was my I, atheism. That was my atheism. Oh god, a lot of Argo. Let's carry around books. What a dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. She, we, we'd spend a lot of time like fighting about it because you know I'm the Catholic that got away. And then finally one day she got real tired of arguing about it, and she's like, "You're baptized Catholic. I got you on a technicality. <laughs> I don't want to fucking talk about it anymore. And she's like, matters over." And then she, she's the one who dubbed me the family eulogist. Like, I had to write Ron's eulogy like way fucking early. Like she had to prove it. <laughs> Because she knew she wouldn't be able to keep her shit together the day of the thing. So she got, I had to like dry run it. I had to dry run it on like Thanksgiving, five years before he fucking died, like <laughs> in the room where everybody puts their, I'm just remembering this now, well, I guess. Well, you are the one that nobody can get to <clears throat> shut up. So it made sense that it you makes were sense. up there at the podium. I know. I, oh, not all of them have been fun, though. Like, <laughs> I didn't love doing my Grandpa Marlins. Yeah, you said that. He was fine. It wasn't all him. It was the church. It was the building. Sure. Nathaniel Lutheran Church, I'm just going to call it out in Elsister, at least at the time, are full of the shittiest people I've ever met in the world, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them. Some are fine. A lot of, I'm, the church I grew up in, it's probably why I'm an atheist. You were a real good Christian on Sunday morning, right? Oh, yeah. But like Monday afternoon, everybody can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Right, they, they, they go to church just to make sure that everybody else sees them at church. There you go. And then my uh, older sister, what you know, again, Rob, we come from hillbilly stock. So she <laughs> has a, you know, one pops past the goalie before the wedding ring's on. And like the pastor at the time, in front of kind of everybody where everyone's doing their coffee cake and shit, is like, when are you going to, you're living in sin, like fucking Red Aider a little in front of everybody, right? Was, Fuck this place. And like- Bowed I'd never go into the building ever again, ever. But then your dad's dad dies, right? So you got to fucking yeah, gotta honor. Step up. You got to honor commitments and shit. So I went and got fucking just toasted in this room I was <laughs> went to catechism in. <laughs> just got so fucking baked. It, like so baked I'd knock over chairs if you put them in front of me. And then I could do the eulogy. It worked out just fine. Except for the pastor stole my jokes. Oh, that's nice. When you're, if you're the, of him. if you're, it's not his fault. If you're a eulogist, you keep this in mind. Once again, my grandfather on my dad's side, he wasn't a Nazi. I just don't think he was that great of a dude, right? <laughs> right. So like, if there's not a deep well, like if I did your eulogy, there would be a Dickens novel length of things to talk about because you're a good shit. Oh, no. Some books right. are a little shorter. <laughs> than, you know? So he took all the good shit. You got to dig a little deeper. Probably spend more time with him. Probably. That's fair. He could drink. It wasn't all shitty. He could drink like 30-something beers, Grandpa Marlon. Like 30-something. Like my alcoholic buddy. I can't eat it. It's too filling. I can't do it. My The only two people I've ever known who could do it is my alcoholic buddy and one kidney Pete. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Pete. We used to do case days in college. Case days. Yeah, where you just sat around with your own case. I feel like your college and college of today were... Wildly I think different. I think they're different. Yeah. <laughs> I think mine was probably closer to yours, right? I wish I'd have discovered whiskey back then, because then I'd you know save about thirty pounds and oh, because of all the beer yeah, drinking. I mean, it was just a beer deal. It was a whiskey of, might have killed you in your twenties, Robbie. Might have learned a little better though. Would you? That's an know. interesting Lutheran way to rub I some dirt in it. <laughs> maybe <laughs> have better taste now. Maybe. Oh uh, shit! The only the thing here's what I might learned be a lot like broker state. too. Beer was cheap. Beer was cheap. Special export. You could get a fucking case of special export and green bottles. God, it tasted like piss, but like it was good for what you could buy. Well, while you were going for volume. Yeah, it was six bucks, right? And right. Like you just needed to go to the party with beer. It's like Stroh's. Right. And now all of us, if you just walk in with Bud Light, like you're a cunt, right? Like you're, <laughs> right. That, that's what a bunch of bougie assholes. And, you know, I, I'm still a Bush Light drinker. I mean, you know, that's my plan on a red beer on yeah, a cheap ass football game. I was thinking, Robbie's been through a lot of, we talk about Sturgis Rally stories a lot on this show, you know, just oh my. 70 episodes in, you to talk about something. And like, you, uh, you were in a lot with the early days of the rally where- Oh, it was just a knockdown drag out from 
morning and night. Yeah, and like it's twenty hour day, and you're drunk for eighteen of it, and yeah. like there's no there's no comfort or bathrooms or whatever. Like <laughs> right, there's we've no got place to escape right. from people. I walk into this fucking setup this year. There's like a case of fucking pino, and we've got campers <laughs> and air conditioning and two bathrooms. I think, I think you know how that started. We got soft as shit, man. We used to have a deal called Camp Slice, where it, we would go camping at Sand Creek over Memorial Day. Okay. And it started out where we would just pull our vehicles up and, you know, just kind of sleep where we fell or maybe in the back or maybe in a tent. Yeah, or that maybe used to on be the just cool. Sleeping bag. And then pretty soon we've got a bus that we hauled a steam table down so we had breakfast <laughs> we could heat up in the morning. We, we hauled a hot tub out there one year, sucking water from the creek. Oh, It turned into shit. a whole deal. You were around during Brookyard. Yeah. City kids. Okay. You've never been on the show before, but- 80% of my audience is like city people listening to hillbillies. Okay. Oh, or at yeah. least me, the hillbilly. I'm their hill, I'm the city person, <laughs> hillbilly whisperer, Rob. Okay. We, this, this, this group of people used to do a thing called the Brookyard out of the ranch. Define it, please. This it, is all fucking real. It, it, it was part NASCAR, part <laughs> crash them up derby. Right. Demo derby. Demo derby. It was all pretty fun. I mean, we, I think it only lasted one year because one year, the first year we did it, we a guy tipped his car over. Yeah, and we had to, you know, get bodies out there and stop the other cars and what's tip his, his name car back over. Did the he flipped his dirt bike over and broke his fucking ribs? This is more than a one year well, thing because one year Wayne, I, I missed that one. Went man. ass over tea kettle on the dirt bike and fucking crushed his rib cage. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that one. I must have, I must have been. Coherent at that point. Corp, these are this is why we'll never make it to the corporate world, right? Like this, these are the oranges of this company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just made this little track out in the middle of the, somebody's pasture and raced, got some cars from the junkyard and fixed them up as best they could and ran them around in a circle. It was nuts. We were talking about that, like our the differences, like. Kids like a nine year old now can't go across the neighborhood for because they're gonna get kidnapped or raped or whatever, right? Like when we were nine, it was like oh, I paddled yeah. my bike to the town next door, eleven miles over, just to see if we could if their candy was any different at the gas station, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like on a major state highway, like no problem. Oh yeah, you got up in the morning, you left the house, you yeah. came back home when the streetlights were on. That was kind of the rule. I just, and now, and like, I can't stop listening to podcasts talking about like, well, you know, he was at the mall by himself. Oh, no, what? Yeah. Surprise and got me. thrown into the van and, yep. you know, but I don't know. Now, you know, I got, you know, my family's got trackers. We know where everybody is all the time now. My boy is in Virginia right now. He's, he did the great American cross country, go meet the girlfriend's family trip. Right. And like half my family is freaking the fuck out. Like, what are you? He's going to die. I'm like, no, he's not going to fucking die. He's fine. <laughs> he's 20. He's 20. He's like, this is how you learn how to survive this shit. Oh, right. Shit. We drove to Vegas at That's, 21. I, mean, I made right before you walked in, I made, I did this in three minutes. So like, this is just the stuff I can instantly kind of remember. These are the things that happened to me when I was 20, before 20, before I had my children, all of this happened. Ready? Um, I got stuck in Canadian customs twice because of drugs. Um, I, I drove to Nampa, Idaho, which is like the fucking, you know, rapid valley of, of, <laughs> of fucking Boise, right? For a Pearl Jam show where we pitched up hitchhikers the, like all the fucking time. And one of them asked us to like, Hey man, I forgot something at my ex-girlfriend's house. Like he needed to go recover or hide some evidence and we're like okay no problem yeah, this is normal pretty sure my buddy was on acid a third to two-thirds of the time and he drove a lot of it <laughs> right like um i've got beat up i'm kind i'm like remembering five times like just remembering kind of i'm sure there was more all well, of you're them. kind of a big dude you i mean it, not i was fat and mouthy a little i well, all of them had i just remember the ones i had coming I, I, w I was always good enough to get myself talked into a fight and then talk my way out of it, too. So You were right. Tried to join the Air Force. Um, almost got kicked out of college. Almost chopped off my foot. 
Oh yeah, you splitting told me wood this and flip flops in Canada. Yeah, before I was twenty, I was thinking of the times I could remember where I almost shot my foot off just fucking around with guns. I can remember five or six of them, just like gun tricks. Oh, forgot Ooh, it was with loaded. a loaded weapon. Yeah, yeah good. Or good like for you. pulling it out of a truck. And it and like you know hunting raccoons or whatever, and the safety was off, and it goes off, and it's like an inch away from your foot. I almost happened to me three fucking times. I passed under safety course, Rob, pretty well if I remember right. But like, I remember hearing my children tell me for the first time they were going to walk across highway Sheridan, the Sheridan Highway, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Well, you need a Sherpa, you're going to die." What the <laughs> fuck, man? Sorry, boys. Apologies to my kids. I, I've met your kids. That's probably true. They're crafty as fuck. They'll be fine. <laughs> That's why I'm not worried he's over in Virginia. He's like, he's got my craftiness, you know? He's got my ability to be like, we'll figure this out. Don't worry about well, it. As long as he's got a cell phone and a debit card. Debit, a credit okay. card, a cell phone, and a charming smile and a lighter will generally get you out of either, like, the, either that or he's going to be real popular with some of them Virginia hillbillies. I think he'd fit. He could fit right in a little bit. We got just enough hillbilly jeans in us. There's probably a decent connection. Yeah, he's gonna be sitting on a bridge with a banjo. Also, he's got to go shake a dad's hand too. You did that. That that one handshake where you're like, I violated your daughter, sir. It's nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real. That's a fucking real. I I get this story from my in-laws all the time when I was first dating my wife, and I had hair down to my belt line, you know, and I'm wake up after a doozy on laying on their couch and my mother-in-law's vacuuming trying to get me out of the house nice and uh it didn't take long to warm up you know i went out into the kitchen and said pleasantries and had a nice conversation and they figured out that i wasn't just a give you raging a raging dickhead right and, if you give a, if you give robbie a long runway you're quite charming <laughs> you're, either, you're either gonna love me or you're gonna hate me in a few minutes no 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 that's my deal you just you might need a longer runway than others because you don't feel the need to be charming i've got enough friends <laughs> you, you've got to earn your spot into into the circle oh so you're uh you know i felt a lot of being back east for a week i felt a lot of like you were an SDS. You were, you're a, you're a graduate of South Dakota yeah, State, I'm a, rabbit. a Jack Rabbit. Uh, are, but like, if you're not from South Dakota, you don't. You, you, this won't make sense to you. But for those of you that are in this state, I've had about enough of this fucking East Rivers better nonsense. Like I was in their mall, and like their mall, their mall's full of dumb fatsos, just like our mall, <laughs> if not more. Like West, West Rivers better because we have trees and hills. Right, it's beautiful. Like, I know we've got some shit that's hard to defend, politically, et cetera, but, like, you have the same bullshit. You're just covering it with banks. Yeah, we don't don't tend to vacation East River. A lot of the East River people come out here for fun. Right. We we don't generally do that. you vacation? Like, quit. So stop acting like we're, you know. (laughs) Well, I get a lot of, like, oh, West River, uh, full of, you know, teethy methy rednecks and and i was having spent an east around your bars and gas stations (laughs) did you fucking look in the mirror dummies (laughs) they they do have a tendency to steal all the good whiskey the distributors you know give them stores all the good stuff and we get whatever's left over it's kind of a bummer that's not because we're hillbillies that's because we don't have a north and south interstate well there's there's just more people there so they get all the good stuff Oh, you're one of these people. Who, you're interesting. I like it that these people are coming in. You're you're like a get the get the get the no, fuck no, outer. No, no, just just don't bring what you're running from. Is all. Why are they running from anything? That's all. This is this is why are they? Why can't they? They cash. If I live, imagine having to live in California with that type of bureaucracy. Oh, I can't do it. So too, like, too many people. Welcome them with open arms. We'll see. Gotta, sure, you gotta, we'll you gotta earn your way into the oh, circle. That's right. This is that's a, this is a West River thing. I've split. I am on. The, I am the Mason Dixon of South Dakota. I have spent my life between both sides, between across five Aprils or whatever that fucking Civil War book is. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm Shep or whatever the character is. I West River people are um, much like the South. They assume everybody's coming to be a carpetbagger. I don't know about that. I, yes. Also, it also takes like much like someone who moves from the East Coast into the suburbs or in into somewhere in the Midwest. 
it takes like three years to get used to like the sense of urgency of the culture you live in. And even though I grew up seven mile or 700, whatever, seven hours that way, <laughs> there's a culture difference of sense of urgency. You know, one of the first things that I noticed when I went out to school in Brookings and it's, you know, East River and I always just kind of walk. You can't even say that without saying, you sound, you know, you sound like, you sound like you're saying the Jews when you say East <laughs> that River. That is not that's what, what you, I'm saying. That's what it sounds like, Rob. The first thing I notice is I'm walking down the sidewalk in Brookings on campus is that I would walk and, you know, be kind of aware of my surroundings and make eye contact with people and say hi. Everybody would like stare at their feet and there would never be a response. They would never say good morning or hello or it was it was completely surreal to me. It was weird. Isn't that just because they're all young? Young people oh, don't know how be. to communicate. Is that an East like that? I don't I, I just don't notice that here. If I'm walking down the sidewalk, even over the last 30 years and, and I say good morning or hello to somebody, I usually get a response. I'm trying to remember. It might not be the response I'm looking for. <laughs> I was so self-involved by the time I showed up at college. I don't believe I was listening to anybody. I was only talking. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> kind of like now. I don't. Oh, no. Whoa. So much worse, Rob. So much worse, Rob. You want to do the news? Uh, I can do the news. Well, then, so that's what you brought me in here for. Do the news because Dean's a pussy and good. Oh, actually, come you, in actually, during Christmas. Your news guy is sitting out here at his desk. He is? Yep. Dean! <laughs> Shit, I shouldn't oh, have he, called he him must, a pussy. He must be in the studio. Oh, I saw him walking. Not really breaking news. He's getting a little territorial team. about this. <laughs> I like it. I like to bring in the people once in a while just to keep them sharp. <laughs> well, you know, if you get too comfortable. This might you, be so good that you never right? bring him back, and I'm you a might full-time be the, resident. Right? You're, you're the new straight man. All right, man. What's, uh, what's, uh, sorry, I kind of talked over that. You want to do it over? Not really this. breaking news with Dean. I'm not Dean. I didn't make a fucking Rob one. Let's see how you do first. <laughs> I got to earn my way into yeah. the circle. Come on. Blood in, blood out. <laughs> the first story that I thought you would uh, love to comment on is the fact that Governor Christy Nome gets a flamethrower for Christmas. Is that okay? So, like, I got a lot of notes about that. You're not the only one who thought that, Rob. Got a fuckload of messages on this topic. <laughs> so is it, does it, I can't, I haven't researched a 10 seconds of it. Is it a meme? Because it sounds no. like it's something that's from the, like the fucking onion. No, like there's video of her like lighting so some boxes act, so on fire in, a, in okay. a snowbank. Yeah. I just didn't know if that was photoshopped in. No, 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 no. Who gave her a uh, flamethrower? This is, by, uh, South. Uh, governor Nome is South Dakota's governor, uh, if you don't watch Fox News. Or, uh, I guess, aren't on the internet. Everyone's got a position. She's like a b bit of a, you know. It, it was a Christmas gift from her staff. Oh, boy. According to whatever the hell this is. They're making some slick-ass campaign moves, man. That Lewandowski dude, like, he might be, you know, a, a little what some people might call greasy. But you have to admire... See the campaign manager. I guy? think I think I, I try there's not a to follow this. Stuff. So I I think he is part of. I don't know if he is the campaign, He's but the like boy toy. There, no, alleged. I'll, I'll, I'll stay out of all that. <laughs> uh, I got I got being this about this time of year. I I sell I woo up a little on some of these guys because I got to I got to <laughs> see some you of gotta, them. Yeah, you got to got to meet with there. them next I month. Be there for a few times. Oh uh, yeah, shit. So like, they're making some slick ass campaign moves. This fucking TikTok nonsense that acted like it was a real thing but wasn't, and this flamethrower stuff, and you know. Well, that was even, another story. Even the, she's starting to distance herself from that fucking orange-haired goober because, <laughs> like, it's starting. You're starting well, to have yeah, to. He, he might end up in jail here before too long. Unfortunately, I made my list right around 2020. <laughs> right around January 7th is when my fucking list was created on where I feel like you, you should be on. Uh, running the country. <laughs> so sorry, Christy Nome. Yeah, she apparently. Uh, it's a real weird thing. Decked out in camel snow gear and oh a trucking God. company Fuck, hat. It's just. And sprays the boxes with God fire and strikes damn a pose. Genius fucking move. Oh, brother. No, it is, man. That kind of fundraising. You send that to all them fucking gun toting ding dongs who are dumb enough to vote for someone because she's sexy, right? 
Well, she is kind of sexy. Right, that's fine. But like her ability tell, to tell she's play on that and not be gross about it, it's whatever. you know, pretty impressive. She's a slick ass campaigner. I I would rather her not be vice president or president personally, but like, you know. Also, that doesn't mean you gotta hate her, right? Now we're in the spot where if you don't like the person, you think like you gotta be a blood enemy. Like Christy Nome kept this state open during COVID, which turned out with history on our side to be smart. Maybe a little, a little more on the vaccine side would have been better. It's not you're not two and zero, oh, motherfuckers. But like you know, I'm probably never going to vote for her. I can't see myself ever voting for her, given her social positions, etc. But like, I'm thankful to be in an area that let us mostly yeah, that, that fuck didn't, around. That didn't completely ruin our economy. And- it's not all like some of it's a little embarrassing. Like, it is a little. We did have this, the Sturgis rally existed during COVID. Like we had the largest event in the universe two years running. <laughs> yep, the hell of them. And now we kind of like life's about choices. We're ju- you know we could just start to brag about it a little bit. As like a as like a marketing ploy. So so in would regard- be real quiet about it for a while. In relation to your TikTok comment earlier the u.s house or house of representatives has banned tiktok um on their <clears throat> staffers phones yeah see. now it's like the move to make that's how you knew it was a slick move because everyone's doing it like it's just on state devices the state devices weren't on fucking tiktok anyway well well except for the people that are on state devices that are supposed to be running their social media that's gonna be so like here's the thing i get it 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 I don't disagree that it's basically China's way to destroy us, not with missiles, but like cataloging what we eat and fuck. <laughs> but like simplifying it, I, it is. But like, it's how you do it. You know, we, you know how we beat Russia. We got everyone to like blue jeans and Coca Cola. Like that's how the wall fell, not because of the fucking missiles, because of the marketing. So like. Yeah, we don't have to stand in line for toilet paper and potatoes. Right, but when you start doing. banning the, your ability to be on a platform, well, <laughs> so like it's not as cut and dry. I don't. I agree. I don't. I like. I've been. I was on TikTok. I'll be on TikTok later today. But I also agree. You know what I mean? Like it's probably a not great thing. Well, most of the staffers probably don't need to be. Checking their social media on a state device, anyway, but right, but they have their own devices. Right. They all have their own devices. Sure. Like I would, I you think you ever stood around some of these lobbyist dinks? Like even the ones in Pier have three cell phones. The one in DC, like, I watched a guy pull up. He had like six in his fucking cell phone sitting. There. I would never know which one to answer. That would stress me out too, right? So this is a little lighter. South Dakota is one of the fastest speaking states in the country. South Dakota's ranked the sixth least talkative state and the eighth fastest talking state. So we don't say a lot, but apparently well, we say it really that's fast. That's because we don't have enough data plot points on there because we don't say enough. Wait, were that how much least speaking? Sixth. That makes sense. Who beats us? I don't think they you have don't have the list in front of you. Okay. We're the sixth least speaking. Minnesota state. is the fastest talking state at five point three four syllables per second. And this is speaking, Jesus. not typing. Yes. Okay. And the slowest, the slowest talking state is Louisiana. Oh, you know, that makes sense. <laughs> you fucking mushmouth rednecks. That makes sense. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't expect us to be a fast speaking state. Minnesota, Iowa, Kansas, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Nebraska is the fastest Luth- talking region. Midwest goodbyes certainly add to that, right? Because you just sit there and Opie, Opie, <laughs> don't you know? Oh, you know the weather. Add a lot of pre- there's a lot of prepositions, right? That adds it up. I'm a I'm a fast talker, too fast. I'm I'm like that fucking Belgian judge in the Olympics that fucks up the bell curve. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What else you got? I don't know. Let me look here. Take your time. Dean prints them out and has them ready. Well, see, I'm new at this. I I was laying in bed this morning trying to come Fuck up with- Fuck you. St- you knew about this a day ago. Stupid stories. Yeah, but I didn't care. I wasn't really- You don't need out. to care now. I, I don't. You just go to Google News, read the top four. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Germany, former Nazi camp secretary, 97, appeals conviction. Did you, did you hear that story? No. He convicted this 97-year-old gal. She was a secretary at-, at uh, the Stutthof concentration camp during World War II. She was like 18, and she was she was accused of being an accessory to more than 10,000 murders when she was secretary to the commander. Well, I mean, 
It's not like she not, wasn't. <laughs> well, yeah, but she's not exactly pushing the button that drops the cyanide pill. That's fair. Wait, she'd been in prison for like 80 years? No, she just got convicted. She's 97 now. They just convicted oh. her here like last month. <clears throat> What's the difference between a nursing home and a fucking prison? That's the same end, if you ask me. Whatever. <laughs> that's fair. Cash out the last couple of that's you know what I mean? That's quite that's that's quite the moral loan. You didn't you didn't have to get convicted. You you know, don't have to do 20 years, but like they suspended her two year sentence. So I mean, if that's the point, you for for being accused of, of an oh, accessory so to ten thousand five hundred and five murders and they convict her, but then suspend Oh, so she don't have to actually do any jail no. time. She's no. not, she doesn't have to do an overnight. Not even a weekend? <laughs> fuck, man. I've had to do an overnight. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, she's not in there pulling levers and shit, but like, I don't know. You should at least have to. Well, it's like being in the building and being responsible for the water pipe breaking last week. I don't know, man. Even the, like, I'm pro sex offender registry, but like, there's some names on there that probably shouldn't be on there for life just because they, you know, made a mistake when they were 18. Yeah. Right. But I'm glad the list exists. So, like, I don't know. You should at least have to register as if you're well, the second. It's not like you're a secretary of the train station 800 miles away. You were secretary at the motherfucker. Where do you think them people were going? She claims that she didn't know that they were doing it. But, you know, she was also 18. I get it. Well, yeah, let's rattle off the, you know. This is why I'm not worried like my boy's in Virginia, right? He's not going to kill a bunch of Jews. <laughs> He's just going to meet his girlfriend's papa. Oh, my. Oh, uh, shit. Right. Where is the, like, there's one more on this email. So you're kind of, I, if I'm hearing you right, you're like, what the fuck? She's 97, well, made it this far. Just pass go. Collect yeah, 200 bucks. Come on. <laughs> Let's say, hey, man, look, we, we, we know what you did, but. You know, that was 75 years ago. Well, sure, but shouldn't she have to, like, get up on a podium and be like a, you know, mea culpa, oops-a-daisy? I'm not sure that if you live 75 years without getting brought in front of the court that, does that really matter? It's like... That's true. That's a real whitey bulger rules, though, if you just, you know, would have made it seven more years in San Diego, <laughs> he'd have been fine. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that I had all of this uh, Holocaust kind of thing here, but Whoopi Goldberg is facing backlash again after repeating false Holocaust comments. She's alive. Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. Yeah, she's the... She didn't... Well, she's one of them names I don't she, quite keep track of. She's the, you know... she's Like the when Christy gal, Alley gal died. on The View. Is she still she, on The View? I think so. Well, at least for now. We'll find out after she gets through this deal. I thought she was done. Wait. I get... Is The View the same one that... Uh, I used to have a crush on her, and she just got, it's just too much. McCain's daughter. Yeah, she, she on was that on same there show? for a minute, I think. I don't know. I don't watch it. I'm at work. I was, I went through, I went through a whole phase, a real hippie, smart, mean blonde in a power, <laughs> in a power suit that works You're on a big me. Tommy Lauren fan. Yeah. yeah. No, because you can't be dumb as fuck. And that woman is just, she's either acting dumb as fuck or dumb as fuck, and one of them's worse. Yep, she is facing backlash. After her latest historically inaccurate statement about the Holocaust, which she claimed wasn't originally about race, in an interview with the UK newspaper, um, that's not the first time she said it. She said it here, I don't know, six months or a year ago, and got suspended from the suspended the from the show. And then now I apparently don't give she's a fuck what Whoopi Goldberg says one way or the other. She used to be funny. I mean, she was had HBO specials, comedy I mean, specials, I still and think had movies funny. and stuff. And but now she's just got super political and mean. I think the coverage of Whoopi is probably weaponized a little. Like I don't give a fuck. I I'm with you. I'm not I'm not listening to her and but I, don't I care also about her political rants. But I got but, but like the fact I, that it's getting publicized is. Sure. You know, that's what I mean, though. Like, I usually have more of an axe to grind of, of the people who have in their lifetime will never meet Whoopi Goldberg and probably like Sister Act, but now feel like <laughs> they have to go get her, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't need to go get her, but, you know, shut up. You know, you've, you, you, you said something stupid once and now you're doubling down on it. And Disagree. Say whatever you want. Oh, court of of course you'd say that on your own podcast. You're goddamn right <laughs> I'd say that on my own podcast. The ability that, like, this is, I, you know what's shitty but good about the Westboro Baptist motherfuckers? 
the fact that those shitty people can stand in front of those funerals and do those shitty things and say what they say, the fact that they're allowed to do that means I can say whatever the fuck I want. I don't disagree dumb with that. thing, you know? They ought to be. That's where I go back to them, banning TikTok and shit. Banning shit's tough. But at the same token... Might as well have a book burning. I was, you know, like, now that Trump's back on Twitter, I'm out. I, I love the fact that everybody that is on Twitter and is hating the fact that Elon Musk is running Twitter and is bitching about it on Twitter. Yeah, right? Like, unless it's your career, right? You're a tech dude or a whatever. Like, it's it's just, it's like, it's a weird non-existent dumpster fire that is, like, real. If you make it real. <laughs> Like, I hate Twitter. Um, yeah. To all of my Twitter followers, like, I hate Twitter. <clears throat> I don't know. I have the ability to know, like, like I know I was addicted to Facebook because I, like, even now to this day, I'll, I haven't been on it in over a year, but I'll open the app once in a while like a fucking heroin addict. Yeah. So, like, because you're just accepting it was a real thing you needed to care about. And then all of a sudden. Oh. I, I spend more time going mute, mute, mute. I keep my Instagram nice and groomed. <laughs> no fucking I try to keep it happy. It's all it's just thirst straps and cooking. <laughs> Either teach me how to cook something or like be funny or like turn me on and there's my perfect social media. <laughs> a little, not a lot. It can't be all thirst straps. I want to warp your mind. <laughs> Calls are intensifying for Congressman-elect George Santos to step down after he admitted lying oh, on his resume. Fuck. Yeah, I read about this. I, this is in Jersey. This is a house rep in Lo- Jersey. Long Island, New York. Or, okay, so he, um, in his campaign, he said he graduated from a college that he didn't. And he also said he worked at some banks that he didn't. And then, like... He went and like there's some suspect information on how he generated the money for his campaign. Like he went from a broke kid to like donating his own campaign seven hundred thousand dollars, which usually means there's some fucking goofery going on. <laughs> yep, said he graduated from Baruch College. That he's the descendant. Jesus, this is a Holocaust nightmare. I what's that yeah, he is man? Descendant you, of a Holocaust survivor and worked for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. I forgot about the Holocaust survivor bit. I'm not kind of a dark day in the news for World War II. You know, for weeks, Dean, like, don't beat yourself up, Rob. For weeks, I had to like teach Dean to not bring me pedophile news. It was weird. (laughs) So, like, you, you know, your thing's Nazis. That's all right. Wouldn't that go without saying? Next time, you just, you know, bring less Nazi stuff. I, I don't. I I didn't get the correlation when I was putting all this together. The dude, um, he looks like this isn't fair, but he looks like a fucking schmuck. He's a politician. No, there's a difference. Barely. No, this you don't believe in the in people's ability to be servants for the community a little. That's the, that's the libertarian. There's, there's always an you. ulterior motive. Sure, I get it. It's a little human nature. Get, but like get the power and keep the power. That's what Yeah, but like we're selling bullets, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> there's the fucking poll quote that gets me in a deposition one day. I'm kidding. So just to make sure you play that part. No, it's like Sure, there's a little gray area of human nature, but like, I you know, the, uh, there's opportunity for goodness in that too. You just got to use the power like Professor Snape. That's what I tell liberal chicks <laughs> when I'm dating them. <laughs> oh, good grief! Oh uh, shit! All right, you want one more? Yeah, keep going, man. Get I it, like it. Getting back to your Catholic roots. Former Pope Benedict is oh, yeah. very sick. Pope Francis I, calls for prayer. He's about to be. He's on. He's on. He's on Pope Watch. Yeah, he's the. Uh, you the, don't got to burn all the smoke and shit because he's already not the Pope. He was a hero. To, is apparently a, this is the uh, one. That, this is the Nazi Pope. He got a little trouble for being a little German. A little bit. Just, and the, just the tiniest bit. A of hero Nazi. to conservative Catholics who became the first Pontiff in six hundred years to step down, and now he's. Not I did appreciate well. that. I like a guy who can realize that it can't go forever. He can't fulfill the duties required. Well, he had some sort of like, you know, like he had some health scare. And he's yeah. like, fuck this, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's what he actually said. <laughs> I guarantee like, you. Fuck it. Even if Pope Benedict looked in the mirror and he's like, boy, you know, or whatever the fuck they sound like. <laughs> I like this new Pope quite a lot. This Pope Francis, he's good shit as far as popes go. 
I don't know why. I find it a little goofy. Like they're making the who is the who is that one from Poland or wherever he was from? The talk like that. You're talking to the wrong dude. You don't know the Pope. Catholic news. Pope John. Pope John Paul. Maybe one of the John Pauls. He was the Pope when I was a kid. Anyways, like they're trying to like make him a saint now. Like I find the convenience of that kind of stuff a little goofy. Like all of a sudden there's a book where it's like no shit, you know. But like. He died of a urinary tract infection. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Come on. You got him some antibiotics. That's ooh. like, he's suffering. He's going to die from the same thing my bulldog's going to die from. That's <laughs> not, what are you, talking sainthood? At the currently, you know, this is probably why it, they are, they have criticized Pope Francis for his more welcoming approach to gays and Catholics. That's why he's a fucking Mary. awesome Pope. I don't understand this. You know, I've talked about this before. A couple months ago, Kello. Our fucking news in the state station did a story, and this was the title of the headline. Churches suffer dramatic people walk. We need suffer. They fucking suffer. If we do a concert and no one shows up, do, do they write a story that says we suffer from people loss? No. No one gave a fuck. <laughs> no one wanted to go. So how about you change your message from only these people are allowed to like, come on in everybody, and maybe you wouldn't suffer as much. Suffer the There's balls a, of the church to say suffer. Go little, fuck little yourself. truth in that. Ugh. There you go. Well, like here endeth the reading. Here's the end. Of the <laughs> <laughs> it's been a common thread. They've heard this lecture before. There's a lot of people who are like, Jesus fucking Christ again. They can. They know they can skip this thing about seven minutes because I'm gonna bitch about the fucking Catholics and Lutherans for a while. <laughs> Um, am I forgetting anything? I don't know what do you got planned for the new year. You got going to Deadwood, doing that whole thing, and suffering no. through the no crowds. No. I can't do it. I used to like it. Sometimes I'll get in modes. You know what's fun to do it? Like the day after when the where when everybody's the, doing the walk of shame. Town but, clears out a little bit. You start day drinking. I need breakfast. And okay. yeah, and have a good like a small crowd who can hang in for the run. People walking around, got their hair sticking everywhere, maybe a twig sticking out of it. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was, I was back when I was stuck back when I was stranded back east in the blizzard. You know, I found myself into some downtown bars, feeling like the old guy at the bar, but not in a bad way, in a comfortable way. You know, like I can be in a young person's bar, <laughs> not look like a creep. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't have it in I'll me be in to the be big people bar. trying to kiss strangers at midnight, I think. I mean, depending on the crowd. I don't need I've that. done it before in my younger days, you know. Yeah, young... Like last year. No, no, no. Like in, well, younger 30s, you know. And it was pleasurable. I tried Adderall once on New Year's Eve. It was the one and only time. I've. This is how I know. I've, I've never done cocaine in my life, not once ever. I'm pretty comfortable, like, not doing it while it's being done around me, right? And I know that's true. Like, maybe in my 60s when I need a little bump. Like, I can see myself <laughs> maybe trying a little Coke responsibly. But I've, I've done Adderall once. I was at a New Year's party, like, after the bar. Like, a New Year's after bar party. Just, like, sitting in the couch listening to the worst fucking music playlist I've ever heard. And, like... Um, being angered <laughs> around the people that I decided to surround myself in, some of which are good shits and everybody was just partying. But, like, not everybody was good shits, right? Like, it's like, what are you doing? Like, I remember in my mind going, this is why you can't do cocaine. <laughs> That's an actual thought that yeah. you Yeah, and then I threw up outside of the house and then I had to go home. But it was like <laughs> four in the fucking morning. Yeah, I had to go home a long time ago. Even in college, I was more of the guy that would go out and hit happy hour and then still be home by. Always know, a day. You've always been a nice, grumpy old man, day drinker. Bit. Yeah, yeah buddy, I'd, rather, I'd rather get in early and get out early. And All right, let's wrap it up. Thanks, Rob. You didn't complete, you know, less Nazi next time. I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep that in mind and look for <laughs> more lighthearted, Is less Dean political here? stuff. Dean! Yeah, he's sitting out. Dean! There. Let's throw him in the spot a little bit, do a little quick news off, and then we'll wrap up. He's not paying attention. Fuck that. <laughs> We're going to do a quick news off. Come on in. What's up, Robbie? Living the dream. Being on the second best podcast in the... Fuck that. I'm like third. <laughs> you dipshits are like seventh. Well, I'm talking quality. Well, 
relative. <laughs> I know where you're from. Dean, welcome back, Dean. Good morning. Merry Christmas, dude. Hey, Merry Christmas. Oh, I like this. They're, you're wearing a Go Yotes shirt. You know how I know he's in radio? Because we broadcast USD <laughs> games. Because it's a free shirt. <laughs> I thought, so like Robbie did okay. Robbie did pretty good. Robbie's a, Robbie, you got a little, you got a little, uh, I mean, one might call it competition. Not everybody <laughs> would call it competition. That's up to That's you guys. That's good to know because that will give me so much more flexibility now so yeah. that you can start stepping in. I've got actual work to do this morning. Fuck all that. <laughs> you want to do a quick news off, like from the hip? Uh, like, got one? Here we go. Ready? Okay. Ba-bum. There. Not really breaking news with Dean. Just off the cuff. Go! Oh. Just shoot! Uh, Fire! There was the uh, truck that flipped over uh, the uh, semi off of Sturgis off the bridge. Fuck, he always throws in real one like real goofy. <laughs> It'll never make the fucking news. <laughs> like, vandals destroyed the trees in Vicky Powers Park. That was like a seven-week thread in this fucking show. I loved it. Wait a minute. I haven't a had semi- a computer on in a month. <laughs> Sem- a semi flipped over. What happened? So right there at the exit where the Burger King and stuff is, the high oh, winds that we had. He never gives a number, too. It's always like you got to live here to know what the fuck <laughs> he's talking about. It's- exit 30. Dean, you there are the... See, you that's are why the, you need him more than you're me. The, I think it was exit 32, <laughs> yeah. though. Dean, you're the heartbeat to the local community of this show. I appreciate it. What Now what? He just, he just flipped? Yeah. Yeah, I just lost control on the interstate and in the... Tried to overcorrect, and the trailer hit the guardrail. I think, and, mm-hmm. and but it's at an overpass, so it's like it was like dangling off the side. This is what it's like. Super cool. On like fucking seven days a row, everybody's in law Christmas. Just this story, fucking thirteen times a day. <laughs> Everyone just can't wait to go home because the mat, the couch mattress sucks. You have to look at the cat's butthole every morning at 3 a.m. or whatever weird habits are in the house. You're still up at 3 a.m. That's not (laughs) happening in my house. Plus, the cat completely avoids me. Oh, shit. Thanks, Dean. You're you're up. You're up. Maybe we'll do another one. Maybe we'll do a quick bonus season three. Like, this was the season three finale, but maybe we'll sneak one in before the first thing. Okay. An intro to season four. I can't believe we're talking about season four. Like, it's just like, I can't believe it. Like, Isn't technically this season 18 under a different name? Said. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one, like, the this is the one the boys are going to listen to after I'm dead. That's the... So I have to sing a lot of real heartfelt hopefully, things. Hopefully it's a short one. No, I mean, I hope it goes <laughs> years and years, right? And I, I just got, like, decades of, like... Remember this thing that's going to make you cry? Love me, motherfucker. Visit my grave. <laughs> oh, <I can't. laughs> well, all right. End it there, I guess. Right? Thanks, everybody. Merry Uplifting Christmas. note there. <laughs> it's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in studio 2a executive producer is mark (laughs) he's in my cell phone is mark fucking houston (laughs) executive producer is mark houston engineering chris jaquez i think it's jaquez i call him jaquez and he is certainly the smartest man at home slice when it comes to technical abilities I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon and all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this and he's going to be so annoyed and that tickles my fancy. So leave this goddamn piece in.